Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 17, a total of 256 episodes. I'm Craig. And my name is Britt. Britt, we're here again for Week 11. You're here. <laughs> I, I'm i sort of here. You're um, mostly here. You're here I'm physically. I'm mostly here. <laughs> I'm here physically. This is like the second or third time this season where I just sat down, put the headphones on, and went, Craig, I got no idea what's going on in the world. <laughs> <laughs> just work has been insanely busy and like i literally had 10 minutes to prepare for this podcast so we'll see how it goes but i'm getting ahead of myself let's start where we always start craig what are you drinking tonight um so tonight i have a new beer that my nephew told me about he said it was good i'm like you know what i'm gonna try it especially since i'm probably gonna drink a lot this weekend because is this the nephew we've been to hops with yeah he's the one in the league begins with an r yes Okay, he's he's done he's done good by us in the past with beer suggestions. Yep. So, so okay, so what do we got? So tonight, since I'm a Guinness person, and this weekend I have to go to a wedding, and then is Sunday is our our thing. So our annual pro- friendsgiving. Probably gonna be drinking a lot, so I'm trying yes. to be mindful of that. <laughs> okay. So I picked up a pack of now. Well, hear me out. I picked up a four-pack of Guinness non-alcoholic drought. And huh. if you like Guinness, like, if, okay, if you drink Guinness a lot, you can probably still, there's like a subtle difference. It's not as um, thick, for lack of a better word. But the taste, it's, the taste is there. And it's, that's, it's. That's really what matters, right? It's rather good. Yeah, it's not like people, you know, non-alcoholic beer and, like, you know, people only had, like, O'Doul's. Remember that? I think it's still That's... around. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you can still find O'Doul's and, and non-alcoholic <laughs> beers. Uh, listen, the non-alcoholic beer industry has come, like, light years in the last five years. Yes. I yes. mean, Athletic changed the game in our area, um, and now they're distributing nationwide. Did you hear the news about Athletic and their new funding source? Um, I know one of the Watt brothers is a, is a backer. Oh, no, no. This week, Athletic Brewing announced a minority stake sale, meaning a small percentage of the country, company was sold in order to raise capital so that they continue to expand. They sold, I'm not saying how much of the company they sold, but they're saying a minority stake. They sold a minority stake in, in Athletic Brewing for $50 million dollars. Damn. <laughs> you ready for who the buyer was? Who was it? It's a little publicly traded company called Keurig Dr. Pepper. The guys who own the rights to Keurigs and the rights to the name of Dr. Pepper now own a small piece of athletic brewing. Huh. That's Which means if you go on the Nasdaq exchange and you buy a piece of Keurig slash Dr. Pepper, you technically would own a tiny minuscule atomic <laughs> level fraction of a percent i i would own one beer of athletic brewing i don't even think i don't even think it about to a beer oh, it sad. might have to like an ounce <laughs> a taster <laughs> i would do it just to walk in there and go i own this place now <laughs> you know it's not a bad idea million dollars and 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 listen Keurig slash dr pepper is a large branding I mean, you know, it's not it's not like Coca-Cola large, but it's large for right. them to pour 50 millions into 50 million dollars into this is just telling you where this industry is going. Non-alcoholic beer doesn't have to taste like brown water anymore. That's true. That's what coffee's for. Right. <laughs> and these are the guys who who revolutionized coffee. So <laughs> You know, I don't have to brew a whole pot. I don't have to deal with grounds. I take this tiny little container, I put it in a machine, and I push a button, and there's coffee in two minutes. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. That, that was interesting. All right. What I'm drinking tonight, I have just diet soda. Why? Because I'm exhausted, and if I have a drink, I'm going to pass out on my computer. You ever, you ever have one of those just in general weeks or days where you're like, I really want to have a drink, but I know if I do, it's going to be bad? Like, I'm going to wake up with, like, a squirrel in my bed or something. Almost every day of working in retail, yes. Yeah, I, that's how I am tonight. I really want to open a beer, but I just know 
I I I'm I would be I I am in one beer hangover land. That's how tired and achy my brain is. Yeah. So I'm not gonna push it tonight. So, so I'm I'm doing the diet sort of thing. And like you said, we have Friendsgiving on Sunday. The beer will flow. Possibly other gonna, things and bottles. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna juice up. I'm gonna juice up the DraftKings account. We are gonna make stupid ass bets <laughs> just for shits and giggles. I'm gonna put ten cents on. Zeke Elliott to retire <laughs> in the second quarter. Oh, that, that's you know that what pay- we'll do. We'll do like some giant parlay where we do like one thing from each game. The super, the super teaser. Yeah, the super teaser that eleven bet the eleven bet parlay. The key. It could I've work. This, could work. I've told this. Through, it doesn't work when you when every part of it hinges on one thing <laughs> and that one thing doesn't happen. Yeah. He literally spent yeah. like two hundred dollars on bets, <laughs> and all of his parlays needed the wash needed the Washington to lose, and RG three got hurt. <laughs> I told this story before. Two second yeah. version. We were traveling. He got he got a whole bunch of legally bet tickets. And I looked at his his different parlays, and they all counted on the Redskins at the time to lose. Mm-hmm. That was the key. Halfway through the first quarter, Robert Griffin the third goes down and breaks his leg. It was that bad injury at the goal line. I think it was the last time we saw him in a Washington uniform. And my buddy stands up and screams, no. And there's a guy in the bar in a Washington jersey. And he comes <laughs> over and he puts his arm around my buddy and goes, don't worry. Our backup is really good. This kid named Kirk Cousins. And my buddy looks at the guy in the Washington jersey and goes, that's what I'm upset about. And Kirk Cousins comes in and legendarily leads Washington to a squeaker of a win. And he loses literally $200 worth of bets in five minutes. I'm yep. like, why did you tie all of your bets on the same outcome? you got to diversify. It'd be yeah. like me going to Craig and going, I'm going to play 75 million makers this week, <laughs> and I am putting Patrick Mahomes in every single one of them. You can't. Yep. No. <laughs> you don't want to do you that. Have, you <laughs> have to diversify. So we'll, we'll diversify. We're not going to put all our eggs in one basket. So, All right. Burning hot take. What you're given this week? Because I only have one thing to bring up. So go for it. Um. So my burning hot take for you this week is with the weather report in Buffalo. Is there going to be a game? What are they going to move it? Just, again, I was. I, I've been crazy busy at work. So I only caught the most tiniest bit of this. Yeah. Does, when does Buffalo play? Tomorrow? Uh. No, they play Sunday. They play Sunday, and there's there's a range fork. There are forecasters saying they're get, and I'm not joking when I say this. I'm not exaggerating. I'm I'm hearing rumors of one inch to three feet. Oh, it's up to six feet, my friend. But there are people who are like, it's gonna get grazed. First off, Buffalo never gets grazed by snow. No, and I mean they're and, used they're used to it. But you know, that's a snow, lot of snow. An, <laughs> an inch of snow is like what happens there in April. I mean that's that's like day to day for them. But like. If they get whacked by this, they could see three to six feet. I've seen some projections. Yeah. I... <laughs> so you think that you think we we have a blizzard game, or you think they move it? They're playing Cleveland. Yeah. And I think, I think Deshaun we... might play. Is maybe. it supposed to snow while they're doing this? Uh, let me check. Well, last I heard, it's supposed to s- start tomorrow. Oh, I it, I so... think I think they play. I, unless Cleveland can't get in. That's true. Unless Cleveland I mean, that can be an issue. <laughs> if Cleveland gets in, I think they play. If they if Cleveland doesn't get there, then um, that would be the thing. So as of right now, it's supposed to snow Friday and Saturday. Okay. And it's supposed to start on Thursday night. So Thursday, See, Thursday night at 7 to 1 o'clock in the morning, or 1 p.m. Sunday is the zone of snow. <laughs> this ain't like snow in Dallas or snow in Kansas City where the snow doesn't happen on a regular basis. There are parts of New York where it literally started snowing a week or two ago and it will not stop until March. Probably the late not. place I, the <laughs> place I love to go to, Lake George, New York, as soon as the jet stream shifts for the winter months, it snows there constantly just because the wind blows over the lake constantly picks up a little bit of moisture and then dumps it right back on the on the town it snows there literally like and then like six out of seven days 
on sunny days, you'll look up and you'll see the sun and snowflakes will be falling <laughs> because it's just being picked up off the lake and dropped right back down on you. It's bizarre. It is, it's fit. So I, I think Buffalo is going to be fine. I think they play. Do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think if it's going to start a Thursday, mm-hmm. I can see them being, being as where they are and knowing that they're normally prepared for things. I can see it still, still going on Sunday. Yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, my question for you. I'm going outside of football because, again, I have not had time to do anything. But one news article did pop up on my feed today that I know would pique your interest. <laughs> You're also going to be very angry. Oh, good. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but there's a auctioneer out there that specializes in vintage toys called Hakes. Okay. H-A-K-E, Hakes Auctions or Hawks Auctions, whatever it is. Yeah. They're currently holding a huge retro toy auction. Okay. Uh-huh. How much would you say a Series 1 1984 Optimus Prime in box is worth? Keeping in mind that it was ten ninety nine <laughs> at KB Toys when we were like 9 or 10 years old in 1984. How much would you say it w- it's priced at, and how much do you think it's actually selling for right now? Uh, an auction if it's mint. It's in one of those fancy plastic cases. I'm looking at it right now. Um, knowing how people are, I'm going to say uh, 250000 Okay, so it's you're way off, unfortunately. <laughs> I, 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 you and I have I have fond memories of those toys. It's actually valued at ten to twenty thousand dollars, and its current bid was at six grand. I can see that. I'm just like blown away. Yeah. Megatron's were ten grand. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Trying to think. I'll see here. Let's see what else we got here. They have a little thing, a little kind of slideshow on them. Some of the rarer things. Uh, Snake Eyes. 1982 G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. 10 grand. You ready for why it's not going for more than 10 grand? It's still got the. Nope. Everything is perfect except it's got the original price sticker on it from some drugstore called Payless. Oh. And it was $1.89. Can't take that off. It'll rip the uh, carpet. Exactly. (laughs) So it's not perfect because it's got a price sticker on it. And the price sticker is a dollar eighty nine. That's crazy. I'm like blown away by some oh, of yeah. this. Yep. I th- there's, it's there's crazy stuff. to think I, like because you know I collect stuff. So oh yeah. It's it's crazy to think about how even twenty years ago, mm-hmm. twenty five years ago, like toy aisles were like pretty well stocked. Oh yeah. You know, you might you may have not found like the you know, the one figure they put like one of in each case. Mm-hmm. But shelves were stocked fairly well. Now, oh, yeah. ever since COVID and even probably a little bit before COVID, it's terrible. Oh yeah. Absolutely terrible. It's like like if you walk through Target and walk through like the toy aisles, it it's like people just threw things in the aisle and like half yep. the shelves are empty. It's it's so bad. <laughs> Makes yep. me miss it, Toys R Us. Yeah, it's just it's Toys R Us is coming back. Are you they heard that right? Yeah, are, they, I, they, then they, they do like a, they, then they put like a little store in like random Macy's or something. Yes, and you ready for how how back they are? They have a float in the Macy's parade this year. Really? They have their own float. I was watching the New York oh. News the other day, and they were doing the preview of floats, and they're like, "Yeah, we got three new floats this year." And look at this one. It's Toys R Us is back. And I was like, there was actually a guy in a Jeffrey Giraffe costume <laughs> dancing on the freaking float. So, yeah, it's back, baby. They're back. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. So, yeah, so I do wish. I, you know what, though? I will say this before I move on from the toy thing. I will never regret opening my toys. Oh, because no. I had a ton more fun playing oh, yeah. with my, my Prowl Transformer. <laughs> than I would selling it right now for $400. That's true. That's true. Just say. All right. What else you got for me? You got, what else is going on? Again, I've been, I've been living in a box. I got no idea what's going on in the world. I, well, here's, here's a question. This is back to, back to football. Okay. Yeah. Um, we are a football podcast. After we all. are. We are usually 
huge you know we're number two in some places um we'll get to that after your question <laughs> we have we have a we have an exciting announcement to share um all right so the packers beat the cowboys yeah and the uh redskins sorry sorry the washington commanders have it sorry yeah, sorry yep. No, it's up. We understand. It's going to take a couple generations for it to work out. <laughs> um, the Commanders beat the Eagles. Yes. Piss me off. <laughs> lost a parlay on that. Which... I got everything but the money line right. <laughs> Which is more shocking to you? Or, oh. is the, or is the NFC East just a constant disappointment in general? The Commanders beating the Eagles was the most shocking part. Yes, I know the Eagles have played an easier schedule Yes, this is the same guy who said that the Eagles would win less than nine and a half games this year. Thank you to the Commanders for keeping my bet alive another week. <laughs> um, that's uh, that was the more shocking one because whether or not you believe the Philly hype, when you look at those two teams side by side, I think Philly has a, a clear edge at every position, mm. and on this night, they just were the better prepared, better executing team, and that's why we always say any given Sunday. You never know what's going to happen in football. It can it can happen, and it did, except it was a Sunday night. Right. But yes, or Monday night. I don't even remember what that game was. So, yeah, no, so that was, that was, I was more shocked by the Commanders winning than I was by the Packers winning. What about you? I, it's, I think it was the same. I think the Packers, you know, kind of with the, the Washington Generals theme, I think the Packers were, like, due for a win. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm still not a Dallas believer, so I'm not shocked. And that they... you're talking to a guy who put $10 <laughs> on Dallas to not make the playoffs. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> and, well, you know what? After I saw they lost, I went online. I was like, please tell me. Because, you know, when you do those season-long bets, they give you the weird buyout. Yeah. I'm like, there's got to be a buyout now. Dallas is starting to fold. The Giants are better than people thought. The Eagles are dominating the division. There's no way Dallas makes the playoffs. What's my buyout? Well, you bet us $10, right? Yeah, $10. What are you going to give me? $15, 20 just to go away? We'll give you $0.97. Cents. <laughs> I kid you not. Not only $10.97 so I make money. Right. My buyout offer was $0.97. Cents. Hmm. That's awesome. So I told him to stick it. Now, on the other side, I put $10 on the Chiefs to win the AFC West. They want to pay me $14 to go away. Oh. So that, like, okay, it gets eight. Oh, whoop to do it. You make four bucks. The odds of that were so bad that it was only like a $17 payoff if it hits. So I, 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 I'm sitting there saying, well, what the hell is two? I mean, it's $2 at this point. I'm like, what the hell do I care? I was thinking about it. But, and they won't even offer me a buyout on my Eagles bet. That's like the worst bet I've ever made. I was so confident the Eagles would not be good this year. And then they come out and win the first freaking eight games. I mean, honestly, after that, after that playoff game last year, I don't, you know, that, yeah. I and you know what that game against the Commanders this past week, they mm -hmm. looked like the team from that playoff game. They just looked totally clueless, and then you know there was that terrible reverse lateral something. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> are, they, are they are they this year's Cardinals? Mm. They're gonna win like seven or eight, and then win like three games down the stretch and go like ten and seven. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible. <laughs> it's always possible. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, this is if you're if it's a newer segment, if you haven't heard this one before, where Craig and I look at the week that was, and we talk about one thing that was good, one thing that was bad, and one thing that was ugly. And because I've done no preparation, this is gonna be off the top of my head tonight, kids. Craig. What was good for you in week 10? I uh, good for me, <clears throat> excuse me. Good for me this week was you know what? Just the Colts winning and Jeff Saturday telling everyone to stick it who told <laughs> because everyone was like that was the most terrible hire ever. Why would you do that? And he came out and he mm -hmm. won his first game. So, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the good the good for me is the resurgence of the Carolina Panthers. Remember them? Do you remember do you remember when they had Christian McCaffrey and they couldn't win a game? Uh yeah. Have, yep. have they lost since they traded him or are they like two uh, and one since they traded him? Some it's it's 
it's crazy this this addition by subtraction i almost feel like carolina was like okay now that we don't have him to rely on y'all need to step up and i feel like they've responded are they a playoff team no are they a good team not really are they interesting to watch now yeah, not because they play really good football or they make really great plays, but just because they're keeping every game close. So for me, it's good. The good is the Carolina Panthers. I'm happy to see it. Like Dante Foreman is doing very well. Um, and I think it's the offensive line. I think the offensive line is starting to gel. Yeah. So what about the bad? The bad. <laughs> the bad. Um, honestly, the bad for me was, it was probably that Eagles game. Just... It like uh, they just look clueless, and after like the last nine weeks or whatever, I was not expecting that. But that for me, that was a bad pretty much. That was straightforward. A bad for me is running backs that we thought we were going to be good or at least be serviceable <laughs> being really bad. Kareem Hunt had six carries for nine yards. Yep, <laughs> Clyde Edwards Hilaire was a zero. Like a dead zero. Kenny Walker, the rookie, the one that Sean typed up so much. <laughs> 10 carries for 17 yards. He averaged 1.7 yards a carry. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. The, and you know what the thing is? I don't think like we've had like super huge. Like there hasn't been like an explosive like out of nowhere. guy. Okay. Pierce has done well in, in Houston. And uh, who else? We saw Travis Etienne is starting to come into his own. But we haven't had somebody explode onto the scene that I can think of. Let me look it up. Uh, NFL. I mean, Pierce back. has been pretty consistent. Yeah, okay, so Saquon's leading the league in rushing right now. We knew that was a chance because he was coming back. None of us called it because of his injury history. Derrick Henry's number two. Nick Chubb is number three. Josh Jacobs is quietly the fourth highest rusher in the league. He is, and he's on a terrible team. Josh Jacobs is number four in yardage. Yep. You know who number five is? Damian Pierce. You know who the number six leading rusher in the NFL is? Uh, Not Jonathan Taylor. It's Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, because of his giant game last week. <laughs> Justin Fields has 749 yards rushing. That's more than Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Travis Etienne, Miles Sanders, Khalil Herbert, Tony Pollard, Ramonde Stevenson, who everybody's big on, Jonathan Taylor, who everybody's big on, Jamal Williams, who's been growing. Joe Mixon only has 585 yards. I mean, that's insane to me. Yep. I. So that that's was crazy. my bad. All right. Ugly. What's ugly? Ugly, once again, it's the Raiders. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand this team. <clears throat> they have the same players, mostly, from last year when they made it to the playoffs. And the number four rushing leader. And the number four rushing leader, and they upgraded in receiver, and they're worse. Mm -hmm. And at that point, to me, that is, like, on a coaching level. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. with a different coach made it to the playoffs, and then you upgraded, and you switch coaches, and you're worse. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> you know, we might have to just rename this segment to include the bad and the Raiders. You know I mean, what? It, we might have to at this point. I mean, we yeah, can always change you, it. You're, you're <laughs> on to something. I mean, we it's our thing. So, for me, the ugly was the Buffalo Bill loss. I took two money lines in parlays this week. Duh. I took the Eagles and I took the Bills. Dull. We, so we've, we've started doing round robin pools where I poll everybody on the morning of them. Like, give me one pick. Give me one thing. I'm going to toss into a round robin, a four, four, four pick round robin. Last week, I can't remember. It wasn't you. You weren't in that one. But we got all three right. But then you joined in and you, and you got yours right. I was the only one to get this one wrong. And it's because I took the bills with the money line. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. If you've never done round robins... It's fantastic way to sit there and go, I'm going to make four bets in like a parlay format, but I, I'm not, I want to be paid out if only two or three of them come out. Right. Now, granted, it's tiny payouts, like minus 150 or plus 100. They're tiny. So I think we tossed like, I think we tossed 11 bucks in and we got back 13 <laughs> and we hit on all of them except for, but it's just, if you don't want to spend a lot of money on betting, Round robins are just a cool way to say, hey, I'm going to get together with a bunch of my buddies 
and we're all going to put in a bet together. And, 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 and I know Craig enjoyed it. Why? Because when Craig's pick came out, he texted everybody. That's right, damn it. <laughs> I was somebody to score a touchdown. Who uh, was it? Barkley score a touchdown. Saquon Barkley to score a touchdown. Barkley scores the touchdown. Not a minute later, my phone dings. <laughs> not a minute. So it's it's you know for folks who don't want to bet a lot of money on sportsbook, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting way to go. It is. So, all right, moving on because we're more already running out of time. Um, I know. <laughs> We add these segments, and we have so much time with them. And then I start telling stories, and the next thing you know, <laughs> it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I don't know what my name is. Um, it happens. <clears throat> America's Favorite Game. This is going to be a very simple one. America's Favorite Game is where I give Craig, I ask Craig to look at the games this week and to tell me the games that are either over 50 or under 40. Why? Because over 50 points means that there's a strong correlation and probably good value to be had and potential fantasy value. Under 40 means that you may have to avoid certain players. Real life points correlate to fantasy performance. Who knew? Craig, this week, you only get three strikes because there's one game over 50. Yep. And two games under 40. Ooh, okay. So do you want to start with the two under or do you want to shoot for the one over first? Let's go with the one over. Okay, give me the one game. And I'm going to tell you right now, the actual target number is 50. All right, because it's a divisional game and because it's the Chiefs, I'm going to say Chiefs-Chargers. Chiefs-Chargers is an over-under of 50. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not – normally I would be like take the over and put your house on it, but I'm not confident, right? The Chargers look like they're hitting a little bit of a skid. This might be a really good get-right game for them. But I think if it's a get-right game, it's going to be a get-right game because the defense limits the Chiefs to, like, 20 points. If they 21's the magic number. If you can keep the Chiefs under 21, you can win this game easily. Easily. Now, the question is, can the Chargers keep the Chiefs under 21? Obviously, Vegas doesn't think so. So, what's the line on that game? Hold on. Where's the line on that game? It's probably, like, Chargers plus 7 or something. 5.5. No, it was close. Five and a half. That's not it. But you know what? That's a, that's a plus 200 money line. I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked if the Chiefs lose that game in L.A. and it's a Sunday night game, too. So, all right, so you got that right. So you got all three of your strikes, and there's two unders you need to predict. All right. Under. Let's go. Um, let's go 49ers Cardinals. Incorrect. Oh, 49ers man. Cardinals is... Somewhere on this list of games. Monday. Oh, God. Tomorrow, tomorrow's Titans-Packers? Why? What do we do to deserve this? <laughs> uh, 43 and a half on the Cardinals and the Niners. Sad. So, and that's a Cardinals minus... Cardinals plus eight? Hmm. <laughs> I think everybody's waiting for the, the drop-off, and it, it hasn't really come yet. They haven't been great, but they we haven't seen, like, the dis- disappointing, just, like, what the hell's going on. Yeah. Ooh, that's a... <gasps> Have you seen the games for Thanksgiving yet? Uh, no. Okay, after we're done with this, I will tell, tell we're going to talk really quick about the game for Thanksgiving because next week looks like it's going to be fun. All right, so that's strike one. I still need okay. two under 40s. Uh, let's go two bad teams. Let's go with uh, Raiders Broncos. Raiders Broncos sounds like a slam dunk, and it's not. That's a oh, 41. Oh, man, that's close. <laughs> 41, and it's Raiders plus three. I'll take the Broncos minus three. <laughs> I, not only will I take the Broncos minus three, I'm going to wait. I'm gonna. You're going to hear the Jaws theme because we're all getting together to watch games together on Sunday for our Friendsgiving. You're going to hear the. You're going to hear the, the the theme from Jaws like slowly in the background as every like 15 minutes I check the score of that game, and when that game is like 21-10 in the Raiders' favor, and all of a sudden that line is Broncos plus seven, I'm going to pour money on the plus seven. Hmm. because we know the Raiders are going to lose, and we know the Raiders are going to jump out to an early lead, because that's what they do. If they don't get shut out, that's what they do. So I, I'm absolutely going to do that. Damn. All right, so that's strike two. got to get both your under 40s with one strike. All right, let's go with two more bad teams. <laughs> okay. Let's go with the Rams-Saints. That's correct. That's a 38 and a half. Did you ever think we would live to see a day where the L.A. Rams, the greatest show on turf, and the New Orleans Saints in their <laughs> dome at home were going to be under 40 points. Mm, no, I, that would have never crossed my mind. 
if you had told me that before the season, I would have told you, man, the Saints must be really terrible. Like, like unable to score like more than three points terrible because the Rams are capable of 35 points on their own. That would have been my response. <laughs> so, but that's correct. Rams, Saints. Are you buying that? Would you take, would you take the under at 38 and a half? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's my, yeah, yeah. That's, that sums up for me too. <laughs> All right, one more. I got an, un- it's a oh, 38. Man. It's the worst of the week. There's and you got two, one shot at there's it. There's two more games with four bad teams. Damn it. Okay. Commanders and the Texans or the Bears and the Falcons. Okay. I. Hmm. Uh, they're, they're a dome. They're also in a dome. You're a dome. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go Bears Falcons. Bears Falcons is at 49. Really? <laughs> because that's all they do is score points. The Bears have like. The Bears, like, last five weeks, they've scored, like, 25 points a game. They're just so bad, they can't stop anybody. <laughs> That's true. Hold on, let's, uh, let's take a look. Okay, so Bears Bears scored 30 on the Lions and lost. They scored uh, uh, the, the they scored 32 on the Dolphins and lost. <laughs> they scored 29 on the Cowboys <coughs> and lost. And they scored 33 on the Patriots. So going backwards in time, their scores have been 30, 32, 29, 33. They have scored 29 or more points in their last four straight games. Huh, who would have thought? <laughs> I yeah, I mean, and the Falcons and I think I think the Falcons weakened that a little bit, but as, okay, so the correct answer was Jets at Patriots. Really? Jets Patriots is a 38. Huh. Interesting. So there you go. Craig, unfortunately, does not win America's Sad. favorite game. Sad. And really quick before we get on to the metric, this is the first time I've actually looked at the Thursday lineup for next week mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. The twelve thirty game is Bills at Lions. Ooh. Take a stab at what the over-under for that is, because the over-under in my head is like 67. Uh, That's all these teams can do is score. It's going to be like a freaking NBA I'm gonna game. Go, I'll say 52. Okay, you'd be close, 51 and a half right now. Oh, right. So there, remember that. You'll forget this between by next week, so it'll still be fine. <laughs> who's Dallas playing? They're, they're hosting the Giants. Oh. All of a sudden, that's a surprisingly interesting game. Who's going to keep up with the Eagles? Hmm. Watch it be a tie. <laughs> and then the night game is Patriots at Vikings, and why? Uh, somebody has to play, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know what we should do? We should host a watch party for that. Not like any, we shouldn't like stream or anything, but we should just get all the guys on like Discord and watch the game together. We could try that. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've done it before with other properties. I have no idea who's carrying that game, but I'm sure we can we can get some some semblance of on the same time frame. But anyway, so next Thursday's game actually looks that good. I'm, I'm pretty pleased. I am pleased to see this. So, all right, on to the metric. I had a good week last week. Okay, since I got back from vacation, I haven't had, I've had three straight winning weeks. Very, I'm telling. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm like. I'm like. 80, 80 well, Hold on a second. Ninety uh, percent of the way back to even after losing the first six weeks in DFS. The last three weeks have been so good that I am almost back to even. If I have one more week like I had last the last couple of weeks, I will be ahead after week ele- after week eleven. So, you did okay this week. Uh, I did. No, I kind of skipped DFS. I took a break from DFS this week. Hey, listen! I took a break for DFS to go on my vacation, and look what happened! So, I came yeah. back, and all of a sudden, yeah. I can't—I have literally tripled what was left of my bankroll in the time I was gone, and I'm almost back to even. Nice. So nice. All right, so that's good. good. Breaks are good. So I'm very happy with the metric. It has been decent so far. So I went to it this week, and I went, "What do you got for me at quarterback?" And he said, "Have I got a value for you? Have you seen this Kenny Pickett kid?" And I went, "Get out." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but Kenny Pickett, I've got him as the, I've got him as a low range QB one slash QB two this week. I've got him for only about seventeen points, and he's fifty three hundred. That puts him in the value range, but I don't want to go. I, I really want to. I want something a little bit more reliable. So I'm probably going to spend up a little bit. I'm going to go with a upper mid range guy, and I'm probably going to go with wait for it, Justin Fields. 
at 7,600. I've got him pegged for 23 points. That'll put him in a 3X. If I have to save, I'm probably going Daniel Jones at 5,700 because the Giants and the, the, the Lions game is just going to be a shootout, in my opinion. So, I mean, but I, I really want to spend up for Fields at 7,600. Who do you like this week at quarterback? Uh, yeah, I saw that name, Kenny Pickett, and I was like, um, no. No? <laughs> Not going to do it. <clears throat> you know, if I am if I want to be cheaper, you know, I probably, although he's playing Monday night, so I'd have to take away one of the long, you know, one of the long, um, the all-week section. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I do like Garoppolo because he's only 5,900, and he's playing Arizona. And Arizona, it's time for Arizona to be bad, so... Yeah, it's a good time, that time to use players against Arizona. Uh, it, what's your thoughts? What's our thoughts yeah. on Burrow? Uh, that was going to be my next one. It is, he's more, okay. you know, he's going to be more expensive. He is sixty-eight hundred. He's, you know, they're coming off a bye week. They looks like their offensive line, their expensive, expensive offensive line, is finally starting to play well together. Uh, and I think they have a good shot against uh, against the Steelers. So, I agree. I agree. And the reason why we're not. So Mahomes is 8,300. He's going to have a good week, but he's 8,300. Josh Allen is 8,500. These are guys I'm going to avoid. And he might be playing in a blizzard. (laughs) He might be playing in a blizzard. Um, 7,600 for Fields is as high as I will possibly go, and I'm not even committing to that. Now they see, like, Joe Burrow at 6,800, you know. All right, running backs. So I said, you got to make up some – you got to make some stuff up here, son. You you just gave me a crappy pick. He went, don't worry, I got (laughs) you. Two RB1s are in the value range. And I went – Talk to me, baby. And he said, what do you think about Derrick Henry? And I'm like, there's no way. And the, the metric is like 25 points, and he's only 8,100. That's 3.1x. And I went, okay, who's the other one? And he said, the, the metric said to me, your number 11 running back this week <laughs> is David Montgomery. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> is he actually I am, blank? <laughs> I am done. Well, well, Khalil's injured. The other guy, why am I drawing a blank on his last name? Khalil, what's his fuss? Uh, Herbert. Herbert, thank you. Khalil Herbert's hurt, so they're going to have to lean on David Montgomery. I don't think they're going to lean on David Montgomery at all. I think they're going to lean on Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is the leading rusher in that game, and I think that David Montgomery is going to be just like basically a change of pace, third down back, or establish the running game so that everybody else can get out of Fields' way. So I'm not going to back um the, the the metric on this the metric also likes Ramonde stevenson but it doesn't give him quite to 3x it's got josh jacobs at 7500 uh if i'm paying up i'm probably paying up for joe mixon um you know but again divisional game so i'm probably looking at derrick henry and probably if i can afford it Ramonde stevenson if i can't i'm probably going to spend down a little bit and look at an elijah mitchell um, cause I got him for 12 points, but he's, and he's only 4,700 or even a Brian Robinson at 5,300 might be doable, but, uh, I'm not looking, there's not a whole lot of value here. The, the, the value is in the top level players this week. So you got to kind of, you, you kind of got to roll with the guys you trust in running back this week. From my perspective, what do you think? Uh, yeah, same kind of thing. I was looking at, you know, kind of middle, middle of the road for running back. So, you know, you know, again, like we mentioned before, Josh Jacobs is having a quietly good year. Uh, he's playing he's up to 7,500. He, that's the problem. He is 7,500. Joe Mixon is 7,400. If I'm, I'm probably would pay down for at least one of them. So I'm probably, uh-huh. I would probably go with Damian Pierce because he has been pretty consistent. 6,500 uh, isn't terrible. So that's who I'm kind of looking at. You know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, Austin Eckler, but, you know, he's he's 8,500. So 8,500. Yeah, yes, he's going to score 20 points against the Chiefs, but it's not good value. Oh, it is not. And, you know, Christian not- McCaffrey is 9,000. No, I'm done with, I'm done with McCaffrey. If I'm paying up, if I'm going top line, I'm going Saquon at 8,900, and I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm going to go. My top line is going to be Derrick Henry, 8,100, and then I'm going to look for somebody in the 5 to 6K range to try and balance it. James yep. Conner is only 6,300. If he gets in the end zone twice, all of a sudden, and that's, that's, let's face it, that's it. when Arizona struggles, that's all they can do. Yeah. They can get inside the five and then hand it to Conner. <clears throat> so, yep. all right, moving on to wide receiver. So I got to <laughs> save money at wide receiver, right? One would think. Well, don't, don't worry. The metrics got us covered. 
The metric wants me to invest in Traylon Burks. Who? <laughs> yes. $3,500 for Tra- Traylon Burks. He is attractive. He's only got 10 points, but he is an attractive target. But I do like the next name down because the next name down just had a decent week, and that's Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's 4,600, and he had, what do you have, like nine catches for 96 yards? That's 18.6 points. The problem is Donovan's never put two games like that back-to-back before. And he might be playing in a blizzard. (laughs) And he might be playing in a blizzard at Buffalo. Um, If you're looking for other options, Darius Slayton is very hit or miss. The frickin' metric continues its torrid love affair with Nico Collins (laughs) at 4,100. It's got him slated for just under 11 points. This week, I'm uh, I'm in a don't-buy-the-hype kind of situation this week. So I'm probably just going to look for, like, reasonable value. I mean, Kadarius Tony looks good. Terry McLaurin at 5,900 looks like a good buy. He had a good week last week. He had a decent week. I'm definitely avoiding high values here because I'm probably spending up at quarterback and running back. So, and because I'm probably using fields, I'm not looking for stacks right now. So I'm probably going to try and spend down. I'm probably not going to spend a ton of money. I'm probably going to try and spend around five or six K per. So you're looking at names like, you know, Jacoby Myers and Rondale Moore. So I think this is a situation where you got to trust the guys you trust and try to look for value in guys that are sneaky plays this week. But you got to understand sneaky plays like Darius Slayton and Kadarius Tony and George Pickens come with a lot of risk. They, they should get sure you 15 do. points. They get you 15, or they could get you five. So, or or they can ruin your seven leg parlay and only get 12 yards receiving. Yes. Anyway, (laughs) who who do you like this week? Um, this week, same thing. I I do like Terry McLaurin. I've kind of been a fan of his last two years. Um, Mm -hmm. he's playing Houston. Houston's not stupendous, and he is only 5,900. You know, if I do decide to use Fields somewhere, I might just stick in Darnell Mooney because he is oh, only fifty four hundred. And the other um, money. <laughs> and, you know, if I want to spend up, and this is probably the most I would spend this week, is uh, is probably for Amon Ra St. Brown. I was looking at him. I was not going to say the name because Terry, my buddy Terry, somewhere just went. Someone summoned Amon Ra St. Brown. <laughs> is Huge, he's still huge on Amon Ross St. Brown, and he's he's been he's been when he ca- consistency. I need to see some consistency out of him, but we're starting to see it. I think he's a year away from us. You know what he is? He's next year's Justin Jefferson. Hmm. In my mind, next year he he takes that step from guy who's going to be big play. He's you know Stefan Diggs was that role before he moved. Now Justin Jefferson's kind of overtaking the lead role. I think Amon Ross St. Brown is one year away. That's just my personal opinion. Now, so a lot of people like Terry will tell you he's already there. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. I can't, you can make that argument. I'm not, I'm Good. just saying for me, he's not there yet. Yeah. Brandon Cooks is $5,400. You have to pay me $5,400. I don't even Cooks think he's playing. Point. I think they're benching him. He's, he's unhappy. I, I mean, don't know why they just didn't trade him. I don't understand. I think they tried to, I think they tried to, but the price tag was too high. That dude is never happy anywhere he goes. The only difference between him and a guy like, you know, Terrell Owens is that he doesn't make a huge public stink. That And, and kudos to him for being professional enough to not make a huge public stink. He's still making a small pop, private stink, but anyway. Yeah. All right, so wide receiver. You're going to have to find some value at wide receiver. Good luck. Tight end. Uh, I was going to use Dawson Knox before I found out there's going to be a blizzard because <laughs> he was only 3,200. And I really like that mark for him. But actually, the name I'm looking at right now is 3,500 is Hayden Hurst. Again, not a slam dunk, but probably pretty reliable. The other name I'm looking at, because Sean put it in our head earlier, is Foster Moreau. I've only got him for like nine points at 3,700. But again, it's one of those things. Do I think he could get in the end zone? Yeah, I do. I do. Vegas gets it out to those early leads. It could be halftime, and he could have four catches for 27 yards and a touchdown, and I'm like, I'm set. That's true. He's, it's possible. So, um, But I'm definitely not spending up. I'm looking to spend somewhere in the realm of four grand tops, probably less than that, probably trying to stay around 3700 3400 is Tyler Conklin. That's always a make-or-break pick. I, but Hayden Hurst at 3500 looks really good to me. What do you like? I do really like Hayden Hurst. I think he's finally 
getting used to the to Cincinnati's offense, and they are looking at him a lot, especially with Chase still being out. Uh, the next guy down for me is someone that you mentioned a few weeks ago, and he's been pretty he's been pretty decent, and his salary is only thirty eight hundred. Is Greg Dolich? Dolich. Dolich, yeah. Dolich. Um, yeah, we tied in on Denver, and he's playing the Raiders. Vegas. <laughs> So. He's, thir- he's 3,800. He hasn't performed well the last two weeks, but he's been a hot pick outside of that. I-, I can see I can see it. I can see him having a big game. I wouldn't call it, but I can see it. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you, but I'm not spending up. Mark Andrews, 6,800, not touching it. Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. Akran, not touching it. Nope. I mean, the not, most I would probably there. spend, like the absolute most for me, it would probably be Dalton Schultz at 4,300. Yeah, that's now. It looks like his knee is his. Looks like his knee is healed. So, and that's a huge group between thirty five hundred and forty three hundred. That eight hundred dollar range is probably about three quarters of the guys you can consider using, mm-hmm. unless you want to reach. You want it. You want it. You want to reach. Go right ahead. <laughs> Adam Troutman is only twenty five hundred bucks. You could. He might catch a pass. Could Isaiah happen. Likely is thirty six hundred. Tommy Tremble is twenty seven hundred. There's and, a name we haven't heard all I mean, year. Ian Thomas. You need, you need like what ten yards and a touchdown. So yes, <laughs> it's, it's there are possible. guys out there that are extreme value. Mo Ali Cox hasn't had his game yet this year. He has one game every year. If you could tell me what it is, we can retire. <laughs> Mo Ali Cox hasn't had his game yet this year. It's possible. I'm not calling it, but is it is it outside the realm possibility? Absolutely not. It could possibly happen. You know. Jeff Swaim is only twenty five hundred dollars. Aaron Aaron Rodgers decides he's he's all about. Oh, see, that's where he's in Tennessee. For some reason, I had it in my head he's in Green Bay. Jody Fortson is the backup tight end in Kansas City. Him and Noah Gray. Noah Gray is twenty nine hundred dollars. He caught a touchdown last week. You catch a touchdown with Noah Gray, it's instant value. <laughs> that's true. Twenty nine hundred dollars. Is it going to happen? No, he gets targeted once every three weeks. That's not true. <laughs> Defenses use one. Um, I'm probably going to spend down. I'm probably, honestly, the most attractive one to me is $2,800 with the Jets, but that's too much. I don't want to spend that much. So you know who is a really great, if it's going to snow in Buffalo, Cleveland Browns are only $2,300. That's true. I don't care if Buffalo wins that game 10-0. If that game is a mess, then Cleveland comes away with positive points, and at twenty three hundred, all they need is six points, and I'm I'm laughing all the way at the bank. So I'm I'm loving I'm loving the uh, the Browns defense this week if that snow holds up. Who do you like this week at defense? <sighs> Me, I think this week yeah, this week, I think I might actually just make the rest of my lineup and see what I have left over for defense. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because all of this is not. It's not super. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Jets Patriots is supposed to be a low scoring game. Jets are twenty eight hundred. Page Jets at twenty eight hundred is a really interesting buy. That's you know that's where that's where my eyes went first because the Jets defense has been really good this year, and at twenty eight hundred is a nice price tag. I think. Why? Why is the Patriots thirty seven hundred? I don't know because I think the Jets defense is better than the Patriots defense. Maybe I just because they don't believe in the Jets' offense, maybe. But if I can, if I can get away with twenty three hundred dollars for the Browns, I'm damn well going to do it. And I'm just going to watch that forecast. If it, that's the one thing. If it's going to be a messy, sloppy game, bet the defenses. Hell, yes. I might even make a captain's lineup with a defense as the captain. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. So, all right. Well, believe not it or not, we day. are out of time for the week. Sad. Craig, final this thought time. So what fast. do you got for me this week? It's week eleven. What do you got for me? Uh, you know, final thought for me is definitely it's that time of year, like we've been talking about Buffalo, is you have to start paying attention to games that are outdoors. Weather. Because mm-hmm. weather greatly, like we were on that guest podcast long ago. Yep. Uh, weather Field greatly. Conditions. Yes. Weather greatly affects games. And when it rains and snows and it's, you know, 20 degrees outside, you know, there's usually not a lot of passing going on. So just stuff you have to pay attention to. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Along those lines, you have to consider, because, I mean, Craig opened this podcast by talking about what happens if that game gets delayed or canceled. We saw this in in COVID. Games getting pushed to Tuesday and Wednesday, right? And then all of a sudden, the DFS and the fantasy sites are like, we're not going to count that game in our weekly stats. It's falling outside of our game range. We're not going to do it. 
you have to approach games with bad weather as if they were a bye week on your fantasy season longs. Doesn't mean you got to bench Josh Allen right now, but you better have a backup plan because there's yeah. a chance this game gets rescheduled to an all a week later in the season where they have to play twice. It's happened. It could it's happen. Happened. We had, I think it was was Arizona, not Arizona, Atlanta, and the Saints had to make up a game at, during the COVID era, and Atlanta ended up with like three days off in between because of the way the games fell. I think it'll so. happen. It's possible. It's possible it gets moved to a different site, which affects your your fantasy lineups. So, in addition to watching the weather to make sure you're making good decisions, have backup plans for when those decisions need to be made. Because you, Josh Allen is not going to be Josh Allen if there's three feet of snow while he's throwing. He's just not. So what is a great idea at all times is to make sure you leave us a review. Whatever podcast directory you found us on, go there, click on the little stars. We hope you click five of them and leave us a review. It really helps us spread the word about the podcast, and we really do appreciate it. So also tell your friends about our podcast. Uh, apparently that happened because we recently we just got an email letting us know that we are charting on the sports podcast in Malta. That's right. Not the drink. The small country, Malta. Last week, we were the number 10 most downloaded sports podcast in Malta. Thank right. you, Malta. Thank you. And um, you know what? They they started an American Football League. They did. They started team. the American Football League. I think, that, I think that team might actually be listening to us to try and figure out how to play the game. It's entirely That's possible. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that, that island is barely big enough to have a football field. So uh, good for them. Um, so, yeah, so definitely leave us a review. We appreciate it. Also, reach out to us. I'll be honest. I've been spending less and less time on Twitter since Elon Musk took over because I'm just tired of hearing about how Elon Musk took over. Love or hate it. That's all anybody talks about anymore. Do you like the Steelers uh, yeah. this week? No. No, I just hate Elon Musk. Okay, whatever. So <laughs> we've been spending less and less time on Twitter, but you can still reach us there. We are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. Hey, you want to make sure you reach us? Email. Email's tied directly to my phone. I can't skip the email when it comes in. And we are FignutsDFS at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. Another week in the books. I need That's a drink right. and I need to go to bed. That's now right. I can have a drink and pass there out. There you go. See you soon in the right that's it. It's all about timing, right? That's right? All about timing. So we'll be back next week. Next week, as we prepare for Thanksgiving, uh, we wish everybody a well. Can't it's too early to wish a happy holiday. Well, maybe, maybe you celebrate Friendsgiving like we do on the weekend maybe. before. So yeah, uh, if you do, definitely uh, celebrate appropriately, and we'll we'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. So thank you as always for joining us. Until we next speak, my name is Britt. I'm Craig, and we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi, Deb.